Hey, Bible, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Y'all podcast for Monday, February 19th. Happy Prevent Plagiarism Day, which is stealing somebody else's thoughts or ideas and passing them off as your own. Oh, you mean like what you do every day in the reviews, Bible Y'all Paul? Well, no. I may not cite every source, but I assume y'all already understand that like most everybody, pretty much everything I know was told to me by somebody else, and that when I talk about the Bible, I ain't actually the dude went out and dug the tablets up out the sand. I ain't a scholar or some kind of cult leader. I'm just a redneck with an internet connection. I can only lead you to where I'm at, and that's my spot. Go get your own spot. Today is also National Lash Day, which does not celebrate super cool talk show host Dana Lash, but actual eyelashes. Not just cause they're pretty, but also cause they protect your eyes from all the dirt and debris that's constantly splashing up on your face while you eat or whatever kind of trouble y'all getting into out there. Turns out, for some reason, all this filth collects up around your eyeballs, instead of in your eyeballs, which is where it'd be if you didn't have eyelashes. And all that slop is subsequently eaten by Demodex mites, which are these hideous space bugger looking things that grow by the zillions on your eyelashes. Now, I can't decide what's worse, having colonies of monstrous gargoyles that look like something out of that movie about the mist just teeming all over my face, or to have garbage constantly dripping from my eyelids if them dragons wasn't up there eating it all up. Either way, I ain't okay with none of this. Well darn Bible y'all, Paul, you really went off the rails early there, didn't you? Well, maybe, but I stole that whole bit from Mystery Science Theater 3000, and that's how you plagiarize. Our reading for today is Leviticus 7:28 through 9:6, Mark 3:31 through 4:25. Psalm 37, 12 through 29, and Proverbs 10, verse 5. So if y'all are ready, it occurs to me, it's not a cult is exactly what a cult leader would say. Maybe I better check. Nah, we're good. But before we get to the reading, let's me and the squad do a review of yesterday's study. Okay, so yesterday, on the 18th, in the Old Testament, we read Leviticus 6, 1 through 7, 27. And the first part of this chapter spells out how to handle lies, different kinds of lies and also what you gained by lying. It says, If a soul sin and commit a trespass against the Lord and lie unto his neighbor in that which was delivered to him to keep, or in fellowship, or in a thing taken away by violence, or hath deceived his neighbor, or have found that which was lost and lieth concerning it, and sweareth falsely, in any of all these that a man doeth sinning therein, He's supposed to make a trespass offering and then restore the principle of whatever it was he got, plus 20%, to the victim. And then God explains how they're supposed to have the burnt offering burning upon the altar all night into the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. Unless, of course, they take down the tabernacle and move. But as long as the tabernacle's set up, the fire stays lit. And when it's time to dump the ashes, the priest changes out of his priestly garments and puts on other garments and carries forth the ashes without the camp to a clean place. And I think that means they don't make a big pile of ashes, but it's a new place every time. Either that or they designate this one place as clean and just use that. And it's interesting that the holy garments don't go outside and outside clothes don't come in. Then he gives the law of the meat offering, meaning unleavened bread, not actual meat. KJV again, and some of that they burned, and some of that they were supposed to eat. 
And verse 16 says, With unleavened bread shall it be eaten in the holy place. In the court of the tabernacle of the congregation they shall eat it. And what that really should say is, The remainder shall be eaten unleavened. In other words, don't add leaven to this bread offering, especially not in the holy place. And he gives them some rules for the offerings of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto the Lord in the day when he is anointed, and the sin offering, which he calls most holy. Because number one, it takes the life of an animal, but also it represents Christ, who gave his life to be our sin offering. So take it seriously, is what he's saying. And then in chapter 7, he tells the priests how to handle the trespass offering, what to burn and what to do with the blood, and etc., and the sin offering and the meat offering. And then he talks about the sacrifice of peace offerings, which there's three different kinds. Thank offerings, vow offerings, and voluntary offerings. And part of that is to be a heave offering, which just means an upward motion, as in to lift it up to offer it to the Lord, as opposed to the wave offering, which means exactly that, to take a portion of what's offered and wave it before the Lord. Because wave offerings were released by God for the use by those who were involved in the sacrifice. A portion of that meat fed the families of the priests. And then there's rules about when to eat it and when to burn it. And never let it touch any unclean thing. And then he says, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Ye shall eat no manner of fat, of ox, or of sheep, or of goat. They were not to eat in their own meal what belonged to the altar of Yahweh. And don't eat animals that died on their own or were killed by other animals. And one more time, he says, don't eat blood or be cut off from the people. But that's where we stopped. All this builds a sin consciousness with God providing a remedy for each and every sin, a complex, thoughtful way to voluntarily live. Slaves are victims, and God's breaking them out of that mentality by showing them how to think so that they can be free, free to know him. On this side of the cross, we begin to understand how the kingdom of heaven works. By studying these words, we begin to understand what's expected of us, too. And in the New Testament, we read Mark 3, 7 through 30. So Jesus just healed the guy's hand on a Saturday, which really upset the Pharisees, because you weren't supposed to do miracles on a Saturday. So Jesus left and headed down to the beach with the crowd following him, instead of staying back to hang out with the Pharisees. People came from all around to hang out with Jesus. And Jesus healed all of them, it sounds like plagues and demons and everything. Then he went up on a mountain and ordained the twelve disciples that he might send them forth to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and cast out devils. And they went into an house. And I don't know whose house or where it was, but it must have been fairly shortly after that. And the multitude cometh together again so that they could not so much as eat bread. Jesus can't get a minute's peace. And verse 21 isn't clear. But it says, And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said he is beside himself. And the word friends in the Greek is they who were of him. It's not talking about the apostles, but his relatives and his friends who were in the place of his nativity. And they went out to lay hold on him, for they said he is beside himself, to take him away from the multitude and to remove him from his home that he might be treated as a maniac, in other words. And what's going on is his family thinks he's crazy. They're not totally on board with the whole Messiah thing just yet, but they will be, don't worry. And the scribes come and get in on it too, and they accused him of being possessed by Beelzebub, but Jesus shuts that down right there, basically saying, why would the devil work against his own staff to try to get y'all to move closer to God? That's crazy talk. And y'all better be careful what y'all saying, because I can forgive pretty much every sin, but if you start blaspheming the Holy Spirit, then you're in trouble. 
and blasphemy is basically defiant irreverence, such as cursing God or willfully degrading things relating to God. And blasphemy is also deliberately attributing some evil to God or denying him some good that we should attribute to him. In other words, the Pharisees, having already witnessed irrefutable proof that Jesus was working miracles in the power of the Holy Spirit, they claimed instead that the Lord was possessed by a demon. And the bigger picture here is that if you're going to do that, you obviously aren't interested in God's forgiveness. It might be easy for a saved person to do that by mistake, but that's different. If you're going to go around rejecting God, then don't expect salvation. But that's where we stopped reading. Miracles, signs, and wonders have no impact on a hard heart. A hard heart doesn't even fear the awesome power to do miracles. In their pursuit of religion, they hated the Messiah and were totally unimpressed with his powerful works. And then in Psalms, we read Psalm 37, 1-11. And that's a Psalm of David. And it says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. And that's the big idea. And seriously, don't do that. They got nothing to offer, even though it might look like they do. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. And you don't want to get taken down with them. Trust in the Lord and do good instead. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Be diligent and disciplined in following God's lead, in other words. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Cease from anger and forsake wrath, fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. All good advice. And in verse 11 it says, The meek shall inherit the earth. And I heard this guy preach one time that meek actually means something like, one who is skilled at violence, but chooses not to use it. And that kind of adds some depth to that verse, I think. This is one of my favorites of David's Psalms. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't chew ourselves up. Don't wear ourselves down thinking about bad people seeming to get ahead. Remember, we serve a righteous God and justice will be served. So we have to trust him and think on him and not the lies being played out before our eyes. We're called to take every thought captive and make it submit to Christ or leave. And then in Proverbs, we read Proverbs 10, 3, and 4, which says, The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. And a better translation would be overturns or disappoints the strong desire of the wicked. He says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. And elsewhere in the Bible, the word slack is actually translated as deceitful, but that verse is true either way. And I just want to say amen to the Lord overturning and disappointing the strong desire of the wicked. Amen. We could use a dose of that in Washington right about now. But that's the end of our review of yesterday's study. Thanks for your help, babe. Our reading in the Old Testament for February 19th is Leviticus 7.28-9.6. through 9, 6. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, He that offereth the sacrifice of his peace offerings unto the Lord shall bring his oblation unto the Lord of the sacrifice of his peace offerings. His own hands shall bring the offerings of the Lord made by fire. The fat with the breast, it shall he bring, that the breast may be waved for a wave offering before the Lord. And the priest shall burn the fat upon the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his sons. 
and the right shoulder shall ye give unto the priest for an heave offering of the sacrifices of your peace offering. He among the sons of Aaron that offereth the blood of the peace offerings and the fat shall have the right shoulder for his part. For the wave breast and the heave shoulder have I taken of the children of Israel from off the sacrifices of their peace offerings and have given them unto Aaron the priest and unto his sons by a statute forever from among the children of Israel. This is the portion of the anointing of Aaron and of the anointing of his sons out of the offerings of the Lord made by fire in the day when he presented them to minister unto the Lord in the priest's office, which the Lord commanded to be given them of the children of Israel in the day that he anointed them by a statute forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, of the meat offering, and of the sin offering, and of the trespass offering, and of the consecrations, and of the sacrifice of the peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses in Mount Sinai, in the day that he commanded the children of Israel to offer their oblations unto the Lord, in the wilderness of Sinai. Chapter 8 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and a bullock for the sin offering, and two rams, and a basket of unleavened bread, and gather thou all the congregation together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the assembly was gathered together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses said unto the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord commanded to be done. And Moses brought Aaron and his sons, and washed them with water. And he put upon him the coat, and girded him with the girdle, and clothed him with the robe, and put the ephod upon him, and he girded him with the curious girdle of the ephod, and bound it unto him therewith. And he put the breastplate upon him. Also he put in the breastplate the urim and the thummim. And he put the mitre upon his head. Also upon the mitre, even upon his forefront, did he put the golden plate, the holy crown, as the Lord commanded Moses. And Moses took the anointing oil, and anointed the tabernacle and all that was therein, and sanctified them. And he sprinkled thereof upon the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all his vessels, both the laver and his foot, to sanctify them. And he poured of the anointing oil upon Aaron's head, and anointed him to sanctify him. And Moses brought Aaron's sons, and put coats upon them, and girded them with girdles, and put bonnets upon them, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he brought the bullock for the sin offering. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the bullock for the sin offering. And he slew it. And Moses took the blood, and put it upon the horns of the altar round about with his finger and purified the altar, and poured the blood at the bottom of the altar, and sanctified it, to make reconciliation upon it. And he took all the fat that was upon the inwards, and the caul above the liver, and the two kidneys, and their fat, and Moses burned it upon the altar. But the bullock and his hide, his flesh and his dung, he burnt with fire without the camp, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he brought the ram for the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram, and he killed it. And Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about, and he cut the ram into pieces, and Moses burnt the head and the pieces and the fat. And he washed the inwards and the legs in water, and Moses burnt the whole ram upon the altar. It was a burnt sacrifice for a sweet savor, and an offering made by fire unto the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he brought the other ram, the ram of consecration. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram, and he slew it, and Moses took of the blood of it, and put it upon the tip of Aaron's right ear, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And he brought Aaron's sons, and Moses put of the blood upon the tip of their right ear, and upon the thumbs of their right hands, and upon the great toes of their right feet. And Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about, 
And he took the fat and the rump and all the fat that was upon the inwards and the caul above the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and the right shoulder. And out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake and a cake of oiled bread and one wafer and put them on the fat and upon the right shoulder. And he put all upon Aaron's hands and upon his son's hands and waved them for a wave offering before the Lord. And Moses took them from off their hands and burnt them on the altar upon the burnt offering. They were consecrations for a sweet savor. It is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And Moses took the breast and waved it for a wave offering before the Lord. For of the ram of consecration it was Moses' part, as the Lord commanded Moses. And Moses took of the anointing oil and of the blood which was upon the altar and sprinkled it upon Aaron and upon his garments and upon his sons and upon his sons' garments with him and sanctified Aaron and his garments and his sons and his sons' garments with him. And Moses said unto Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket of consecrations, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. And that which remaineth of the flesh and of the bread shall ye burn with fire. And ye shall not go out of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation in seven days, until the days of your consecration be at an end. For seven days shall he consecrate you. As he hath done this day, so the Lord hath commanded to do, to make an atonement for you. Therefore shall ye abide at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation day and night seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord, that ye die not. For so I am commanded. So Aaron and his sons did all things which the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. Chapter 9 And it came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said unto Aaron, Take thee a young calf for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering, without blemish, and offer them before the Lord. And unto the children of Israel thou shalt speak, saying, Take ye a kid of the goats for a sin offering, and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year, without blemish, for a burnt offering. Also a bullock and a ram for peace offerings, to sacrifice before the Lord, and a meat offering mingled with oil, for today the Lord will appear unto you. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the congregation. And all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do. And the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. And our reading in the New Testament for February 19th is Mark 3.31-4.25. through 4.25. There came then his brethren and his mother, and standing without sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude sat about him. And they said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked round about on them which sat about him, and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother, and my sister, and mother. Chapter 4 And he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased. 
and brought forth, some thirty, and some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see, and not perceive, and hearing they may hear, and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted, and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately, and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, Is a candle brought to be put under a bushel, or under a bed, and not to be set on a candlestick? For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given, and he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. And our reading in Psalms for February 19th is Psalm 37, 12 through 29. The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, and to smoke shall they consume away. The wicked borroweth, and payeth not again. But the righteous sheweth mercy, and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful, and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil, and do good, and dwell for evermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved for ever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein for ever. And our reading in Proverbs for February 19th is Proverbs 10.5. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. And that'll do it for the 19th. All right, y'all, let's do our 30-second meditation. 
In psychology, there's a principle that perception is reality. It isn't really, but a lot of good that does you if you're stuck in a false belief, which most of us are somewhere. So maybe we do a week on how the Word of God can change our perceptions. So today's prayer is on Proverbs 12:15, which says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. So hit the 30-second back button on your podcast player a few times and meditate with me for a little while on making a commitment to truth, because prayer is the heavy artillery in the armor of God. So if you're ready, let's go. Father God, the world tells so many lies to drive us from you, and at the core of most of them is Satan's original lie that we can be as gods. The path of self-worship may be attractive, but it leads to death. And the farther down it we go, the more we must cling to falsehood, even in spite of knowing the truth. A commitment to lies is as hard to break as a commitment to truth is easy to keep. So help us, Father, to love the light of your truth forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that's all the Bible yawling I got for you tonight. Thank you, Father, for letting us study your word and for the gift of salvation through your Son, Jesus Christ. Please bless and keep everybody that's listening and let this podcast be helpful to them. Amen. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google CastBox, and Facebook. If you like what we're doing and you want to support it, best thing y'all can do is to pray for me and Bible Y'all Squall and all our friends and family. And if you got any prayer requests, email them to BibleYallPodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, just go on out and try to make the world a better place. And if you ain't going to do that, just try not to make it any worse. Thanks, everybody, and God bless y'all. Hey, Bible, y'all. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the company.